Welcome, my friends, to Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm your high-performance coach today, and I'm thrilled and honored that you have joined in. Do you know that every week, it is my intention to help you stay more focused, energetic, disciplined, and inspired so you can create more love, fulfillment, and joy in all areas of your life. Now, I am inspired by you, all of you. Now, and also, I'm blessed to have some amazing thought leaders as coaches, and as we all share information, I want to encourage you to pass on your wisdom to others. That's what we do. That's how we make the world a better place. We all need someone cheering us on and encouraging us to be better every day. Remember that this thing we call the personal growth journey is a lifelong process. It's not a one and done. So, Thank you for listening in. Thank you for sharing my message with others. And let's get on to today's subject. Now, I want to ask you a question because you know I love to ask questions. Have you ever tried to influence someone into buying something? Or how about having your kids clean their rooms? Hello, that's always tough. Or perhaps you may be trying to have someone believe in your ideas and lead them because as a leader, We do want to have influence on people, and it is all about the amount of influence you have on them. And so many people struggle with this topic. Many times, you cannot get through to your spouse, partner, teenagers, co-workers, managers, and even your clients. And you're going, what is going on? You get frustrated, and then you don't know what to say. And so, we're going to talk about this today. I'm going to share some insights that have been studied over the last 20 years as it relates to influence. And I'm going to share three reasons, first of all, why we are not as influential as we want to be. And then I'm going to share a simple process that you will remember to use every day. So the first question we have to ask ourselves is, why aren't more people more influential? Why do you think that is? It's a great question. Now, you say, and people say they want to have more influence with friends, family, and co-workers, and you say it's also important for your own happiness. So why do you think that you are not as influential with your customers or prospects or friends and family or your children? Now, I'm going to give you the number one reason. Like I said, I'm going to share three today. There's more, but today we're going to only share three of them. And I want you to be open to this first one. And just think about the answer. So really listen to this. The number one reason that people do not have as much influence as they want is because people think it's automatic. That you expect it and that it just happens. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. So here's what you think. Hey, I'm the dad. I'm the mom. I'm the boss. I'm the manager. I'm a good person. And you believe saying nice things is going to lead to the influence. In other words, you think it's going to happen automatically. Now, does that surprise you? I'm sure it does. You expect it. You think it should be automatic. But really, influence happens because you have strategically thought out how you're going to handle a situation. So what do I need to do to relate to these people, to deliver what they want? It's really thinking about the influence concept in a much broader manner. Now let's take, for example, let's take a sales presentation. 
Many of you are being way too casual about it. It takes thought. It takes effort. Now, I know too many salespeople who just wing it and wonder why the client didn't buy or why the client didn't pick them. When I ask them, so let me ask you this. Did you pre-qualify the client? Did you ask them a lot of questions? You know what I get? The deer in the headlights come on. They're looking at me like I'm crazy, like they don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, if you want to have influence, you have to prepare. And by the way, parents wing it too. Let's talk about parents. You need to have a discussion with your kids about their homework or cleaning their room. So you stomp into the room, which ultimately leads to an argument, and they ignore you. And as a parent, I mean, this is really important. As a parent, if you cannot influence your children, who do you think they're listening to? Remember, starting at about eight years old until about 11, which are really defining years for your children, it's all about their friends and how their friends influence them. So as a parent, if you're not thinking this through, they're going to get all their information from their friends and peers, and you definitely don't want that to happen. Now, do you? No. So we want to have influence on our children. So how am I going to approach this child of mine? What's important to them? And if you want to gain more influence in your life, you have to. I'm going to stress this over and over. You have to take it seriously. No more darn fooling around. Many of us have been too dang casual and therefore not getting the results we want. So what I want you to do is I want you to start acting like a professional negotiator. Yes, read the books, but start acting like a professional negotiator. So the second reason that people don't have the level of influence they think um, they think is, is because they believe it is like a one and done thing. For example, you're a manager and you're having an all hands, a hands on meeting. You're going to this meeting. All your team members are going to be there. So you decide to be thoughtful and energetic. But here's the problem. Your past behavior did not demonstrate it. In other words, it's episodic. It's one episode. And you think, because you've done it once, that you're going to have influence over them. Oh, hold on, folks. That's so far from the truth. You have to understand that influence is an all-the-time game. Now, once you understand that, it's time to get serious. Everything you are doing is influencing your team, your friends, your family. So what areas of your life do you wish you had more influence? Is it team, employees, contractors, wife, husband, partner, children? Do you think by wishing it, it's going to come true? The answer is no. We must approach, approach influence in a very different way. In the context of human behavior, it's like this. It's give and you will receive. It's not ask and it is given. It is not assume that it's going to happen and it is given. So we have to look at this, this person that we're trying to influence. And do you know with certain clarity what's important to them and what they truly desire and want? Do you know their drives? Do you know what's important to your wife? Like you said, well, I've been married to this person. I know him for years. But really, do you know their drives? How about your children? How about your coworkers? How about your manager? 
If you knew more about them and were more aware, you would definitely have more influence. And like I said, we think we know our significant others. And someone comes home at the end of the day and had a major conflict and you just, hey, how's it going? Yeah, okay. And you just kind of brush them off. But you got to stop and ask yourself, where is this person and what do they need? What happened for them today? What was their reality today? So let me give you, I'm going to share an example that happened to me in my, my corporate life. Years ago, I was trying to work hard on an employee and I kept getting frustrated. I mean, they were just not performing at the level I expected. I mean, I, I thought I was clear and they acknowledged what I said, but it was still not coming together. Finally, one day in frustration, I sat down and I said, Hey, What is preventing you from being on board? I notice your performance has kind of waned. So what's going on? And after a while, as I really was present with her and focused on her, she finally broke down. She broke down and she said her mother had been diagnosed with cancer two weeks earlier. Now, her mind was preoccupied with a competing interest. We in the office, we didn't know what she was going through. And I I felt terrible. I thought she was just being lazy. It's like, what's going on? And if you think someone is underperforming or being a jerk, man, really, it comes down to we, I, am not aware of something that is going on in their lives and taking them away from what they want. So great influencers are hyper aware. They're hyper aware. Okay? And let me give you the third reason that we lack influence is because... It's a lack of presence. And with presence comes everything. Your friends, your family, your team, everyone needs you to be present. If you're talking to them and you're not paying attention, they know it. Don't fool yourself. It's so obvious. Learn to be with them right at this moment. People can feel it. They can feel your energy and it influences everyone. So is your energy buoyant enough? Is the energy you are emitting with the people that you are serving bold and buoyant. Now, real presence we know comes from the spirit. It is your job to lift the energy and the spirit for your family, your friends, your coworkers, and allowing you to gain more influence. So here's the thing, the, the, the little tool I'm going to give you that I want you to use. And this came from one of my mentors, and I love it. It's called this acronym, acronym excuse me, CUP, C-U-P. Every morning when you're having your cup of coffee or your cup of tea, I want you to think about setting your influence intention for the day. So imagine, imagine you are taking them into the cup of your hand and welcoming them, welcoming them into your hand. Remember, your job is to serve them and care for them. So the C stands for connect. Your connection with them is everything. Purposely connect with them. The wife comes home. The husband comes home. The kids come home. Zero in on them. Just do more of that. Say to yourself, I've got to connect differently with people. It changes your life and it does change the quality of your interactions. And what you're going to discover is you're going to have more influence on them. Okay, the U in CUP stands for uplift. Now, how can I take the energy that they are in and move it up 
a little higher. Now, every time I'm in a coaching session, I'm always asking them on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? And they'll give me some number. And so my job is to see how I can uplift the spirit and energy. And even if I walk into a room, I'm always going to uplift the energy of the room. If you are that person and they see you as a leader and they're going to want to listen to you more often. Remember, your job is to uplift the world. When you step into the role of leader, of parent, of influence, of role model, the energy shifts, my friends. And it is all about your energy. So we have to care about the energy we bring to the marketplace, our families and friends. So when we uplift someone, you have to change their focus to something that is more positive and future focused versus where they are now. So you got to uplift them. And oh, by the way, yes, I'm recovering from this nasty cold. So every once in a while, I might lose my voice, but I'll be back to you just as quickly as I can. So now, what's the P stand for in CUP? The P stands for praise. Now, people only remember, only remember a certain amount of time that you're with them. It's not what you say. What people tend to remember is the last 30 seconds or up to three minutes of the interaction you've had with them. And how do you want to leave them? How do you want to leave them? How do you want to leave them? You want to leave them and have them know that you gave them enthusiastic interest. You wagged your tail at them, that you were deeply interested, and that you actually cared and demonstrated that with them. So remember that. Praise. Praise their ideas and make it specific. For example, I like your hair today, your dress today, your tie today. And I want you to think about time hopping from the past to the present to the future. And here's how we do that. You know what, John? Your hair always looks great. You always dress impeccably. I don't know how you do it. You always look good. So what I've done is I've taken them to the past, present, and future. They're going to remember that. Or somebody walks in. You know, you're always so energetic. You're always so happy. Past, present, future. Okay, think about that. So we're looking at appreciating them, acknowledging them, praising them, and acknowledging their strengths. You're always so giving, so fun, so creative. And what I want to let you know that the most successful relationships and marriages have a five to one Ratio of positivity versus negativity. What do you think about that? So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. At minimum, do this five times a week. So remember, cup, connect, uplift, and praise, and you will gain more and more influence. You know, there's so much more to this influence and persuasion process. And if you're ready to take the next step and develop mastery in these areas, schedule a confidential one-on-one appointment with me at coachingwithmaria.com and let's get together and have a conversation. So that's it for today, my friends. I hope you received some value and thoughts on generating more influence in your life. And 
Who do you know that needs to hear this message? I would love it if you would just share this with two or three friends that need someone in the corner cheering them on and sharing these insights. So go ahead right now, hit the share button and either hit me up on Instagram or Facebook with any comments you have. I appreciate you loyal listeners, so keep the feedback coming. I am even more inspired to make a difference for others. And as always, my friends, stay focused, stay positive, and always have fun. And no matter what you choose to do, do it with passion.